0: All right. So just little precision, we are not posting these on YouTube anymore. So if you want to subscribe, it would be on Twitch or on Facebook. And you can go on YouTube to see our short because we switched to a short channel. So we have plenty of shorts for your delightful viewing, I would say. Please go and tell us what you think about our little change in directions because we have to change that. It's been what two or three years we're doing this podcast now. All right. What I've been playing for. So as usual and f- until... The mid-year, I would say, I'm playing Total War, Warhammer 3, and I changed factions. I finished the Orcs campaign on a major victory. I literally, quite literally, conquered the world, and now I'm playing Zench. So since I'm going to talk about Warhammer for quite a long while, I'm going to pass on Zench yet, because it's a fantastic faction, but it's very hard, and I'm blaming it a bit on the balance. But I'll tell you about this, I guess, next week. Right now, I'm just going to talk a bit on the Immortal Empire campaign because it's something that I like to play way more than the actual the scripted campaign simply because you don't really have a number of turn; It's not on timer. It's sandbox. You can do whatever you want. And all the other factions, they are living their life and worrying each other and having confederation. And they are really living their life on their own It's not like civilization where apparently Egypt and China are doing a war on their side of the world and you have no clue what's happening and you don't really see any repercussion here. It's quite important and it's quite cool. I'm already going off script. I just wanted to talk on here what's the goal of this sandbox because it's a sandbox but you still have an end and actually to this campaign and you have four hands. You have a short victory, a long victory, an ultimate victory and one in the middle, I can't remember. Short victory, that's where it's very interesting and that Warhammer never fails to entertain you. Each faction has their own short victory. For Kislev, you needed to confederate the Ice Court and Constantine because it's Russia. One is more devout to Orthodox Church, one is not very happy with them. You have to confederate them, that's your short victory. And where I got my ass kicked was the ultimate victory is basically an end game event. And here it was the dwarf saying, "Everyone, everybody's pissing us off. So we're gonna destroy everyone. And I got destroyed in the process. With the orcs, it was much easier because it's all about war. Short victory, long victory, it doesn't matter. Just conquer the world and you win the end game was to confederate all the orcs, and especially one faction of Grom the Punch. I think he's the King of Goblins or something like this. I just need to confederate, confederate them, sorry. And because the orcs works in such a way that if you beat the champion of the opposite faction, they automatically confederate with you because you're the strongest. So while well, you take, you, you beat that champion, so you take over the faction. They came into some kind of suicide attack on me, basically, really. And I kicked their warlord butt, and my ultimate victory was very anticlimactic, because I was really trying to push to go to that territory and everything, and all of a sudden, I see the army popping out of nowhere from the north, going through the human kingdom. So there's a little pathfinding issue here, but okay. So his army arrived, already half dead. I killed them. Okay, you won the game. All right, so I'm gonna see what is gonna be, but Zench being the chaos god of knowledge or something, he can see the past, the future and everything of time let's say. I'm not exactly sure. Here he's not very friendly with Nuggle, which is a case of disease and all this little yummy stuff. So I think his short victory is to destroy all the Nuggle factions. I don't know what's going to be the ultimate victory here but considering how hard it is just the start of the game, I don't even want to know at this time and I guess I'll tell you later. But yeah, so at this time, if you play the factions of Warhammer 1, so the dwarves, the humans, the uh, the orcs, the greenskins, victories are pretty easy, to be honest. If you play the one on Warhammer 3, I don't know if it's an issue on balance or something, but it's very hard. Kislev, I got my ass. really kicked. Then it's, I'm already on, t- on turn 96, and I'm having trouble controlling just four regions. It's tough. So again, not really sure if it's a question of balance. I saw in the latest update, like 2.3, that they are still trying to, to work out some quirk on balance. Like in Warhammer 2, you add these undead Egyptians, undead pharaoh, and they are completely overpowered. They are fantastic. I played with them. It was very easy win. And I think they they found out that they are a bit too OP, so they got nerfed in the latest 2.3 update. Uh, Stop me at any time because I can keep going on this quite a lot. But yeah, basically, when you play an undead faction, they can, their body literally crumble because they are undead. And the crumble is a slow poison for some armies. So when they start to lose morale and they're literally losing, when you are a cast faction or a green skin, they lose morale very fast and the army dismantles super fast for the from the coast, undead egyptians i don't remember their official name but etc the immortal uh, the they crumble means they are slow, slowly poisoned. basically they lose life a little bit by little bit and they found out it's too slow it just doesn't have much effect on your battle so they accelerate the crumble and they are trying to find a balance here anyway that's one of the things of the 2.3 update and i'm gonna about this on later show because there's plenty of super interesting stuff in this update and i don't want to just talk about this for an hour so <laughs> please go ahead what have you been playing i'm gonna try to stop playing every interesting factions yes because yes yes because they are getting released more and a lot where they're released as dlcs and sometimes you have some factions with some out for in one or one you could play the empire which is humans of the north which is supposed to include... At this time, it included Kislev. Kislev, imagine the world being the world map and the human of the North, the Empire, is really France, Germany, and Kislev would be Russia, Poland, Russia. You could see they were there. You could not play them. And they only came out on Game Number 3. So there are always new factions coming out. And it's super interesting because every faction is different, even the humans. Because the human of the Empire... Which have thirteen different kingdoms working as a confederation count electors, and uh, apparently in the latest two point three update I didn't want to talk about it. Why you ask questions? <laughs> this, I previously I played the humans of the empire because it's a recommended first place are much easier simply as I said there's eleven or thirteen kingdoms I don't remember, but because it's a confederation, ultimately they automatically get confederated with you. Which makes you have a much bigger territory, meaning much more money. And as long as you have money, you can make as many armies as you want. And the more armies, of course, you can. The more you can steamroll over other factions. So that's why the Empire of the North is much is the most the more the easiest faction. I would say it's the same lately. If you start the Empire, there's so there's the Immortal Empire on what Wah- they recommend either the Human faction of the Empire or the human faction of Grand Cate, which is China. It's because it's really against the border of the map. You don't have much to, as long as you conquer the north, the north is not an issue. The east is the border of the map, so you never get attacked from the east. The south, it's the ogres. It's a de facto friend because they, they, they do trade agreements with you. So really, you just, your threat is really the chaos waste on the West. And then it's not all on the North, depending on the campaign that you're doing. But it's not much of an issue, say, that as long as you can secure the North and secure the Bastion, which is a great wall of China, after you can expand as much as you want. So that's a pretty easy faction to do. And all the little Cate faction will ultimately confederate with you as well. So again, that's fine. And orcs is fun because, as I say, you don't need to confederate. You just need to kill the other warboss and their faction is yours. And in my latest playthrough, one of the warboss I killed literally owned half of Europe. So I killed one army and all of a sudden my territory just, you own half of Europe on top of everything I had before. I'm super rich when I'm going do. Okay. That many army and steamroll on everyone. I did this. I did again, I can't remember the name, but the Ended Egyptians OP. I really stimroll everything. The high elves of Ultuan, which would be Atlantis, a bit harder. It's everybody says it's super easy. It's a bit harder because they're quite frail. They have much better archers because they can shoot 20% longer than any other faction. So that's they're quite weak in melee, so it's it's not that easy. I much prefer the Lizardmen of South America, which are much sturdier and not super good at, at distance, no missile, but you can have T-Rex and Triceratops, and still and... Okay, hey, there's, uh, there's infantry in front. Let the T-Rex go in the melee. It's a very fun faction to play. Lizardmen, again, that was one of the easiest faction to play after if you really want some challenge, chaos stuff. I thought that with coming out of Warhammer Street would be easier. Right now what I'm playing, (sighs) hey, it's tough. The Skavens, which is the rats, which doesn't exist. If you know a bit of the law of Warhammer, if you pronounce the name Skaven in the empire of humans, you get thrown into prison and nobody hears about you anymore. They exist in the under cities in the very sewers of the capital, but you, exactly, yeah. If you want, a, like a tips and tricks on each factions, I would be very happy to go through them all. Dwarves are extremely easy because they have super strong, big cannons. But by the time that the poor guys, especially Skavens, arrive in front of you, half of the army is dead. So, Vampire Coast is a bit harder, but I would really love to play the Pirate of Sartosa. Sartosa would be a Sardegna, if you know the Mediterranean Sea, the tip of Italy, there's a big island called Sardinia. Sardinia, big holiday, and you have the pirate the pirate over there. I want to play that faction because it looks fun, but when you start, you're literally in the middle, and everybody is your, your enemy. That's kind of stuff. But it sounds fun. So let's <laughs> let's go down to what you played because I have been there for 15 minutes and we still talk about anything else. <laughs> It's bad. Yeah. Ouch. You can change the difficulty.